it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. It's almost the end of March, and since March is the most important month for snowpack in Colorado, I thought I'd check in on it again. So the good news is we have moved up since our last snowpack report. All basins in the state are now above 89% of average, except the Gunnison Basin, which is over 100%. Go, Gunny, go! But unfortunately, the upper Rio Grande is still below 70%, and that basin is actually even drier than this statistic would have you think. It only received between 50 to 60% of normal precipitation for March. From here through April is the most critical time for snowpack build and melt, as these months will determine how much water flows into the Colorado River. And while snowpack looks good, thank goodness, it's important to remember that we are in a two decades long mega drought and that much of this water will be absorbed into the very dry soils before it reaches the river. While this has Las Vegas worried, it's good news for us and it's good for nature, as soil hydration is a critical piece to the multifaceted ways our planet heals. A recent meta-analysis of big Earth systems models that look at the dynamics between air, land, vegetation, and ocean, and how carbon cycles between these, found that the single biggest indicator of whether the land can be a net carbon sink or if it could become a net carbon source, i.e. if we can draw down carbon and store it in the soil, or if carbon that is stored in trees and grasslands will go up in smoke, is, in fact, soil moisture. If the soil gets too dry, vegetation dries out and wildfires occur more frequently and greater intensity. If soils are moist, then they and the life in them can store more carbon and the plants can grow more, burn less, and therefore also sequester more carbon. If you want to read the full paper, check out our Facebook page where we have it posted. So on this note, I wanted to give some kudos for our government when it works well, because it's the government that delivers the snowpack information. The USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service provides mountain snowpack data and streamflow forecasts for the western U.S. Not only that, this same agency also provides cost-share programs for farmers to implement practices that help increase soil carbon. Remember that water follows carbon, and so these practices also increase soil moisture. There's a big new grant out from another USDA agency, the Commodity Credit Corporation, recently released a $1 billion grant for climate-smart commodities. This will finance pilot projects that create market opportunities for U.S. agricultural and forestry projects that use climate-smart production practices and include innovative, cost-effective ways to measure and verify greenhouse gas benefits. The first funding pool is accepting proposals from $5 million to $100 million and applications are due May 6th. Applications for the second funding pool are due June 10th. You can also find a link to this grant on our Facebook page. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.